0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Hello and welcome. I am Roger B. and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio, the source for all your entertaining and information needs. And we're going to talk a lot about guns today. We're going to talk about firearms today, and we're even going to get a dabble into politics because it's it's coming up on a we're less than three weeks away from being one year out from a presidential election.
2: And I'm still sitting here, so
1: Yes, and we also have a special part time guest today. Victor from On Point with Victor will be will be will be with so, me today.
2: So we have to have some politics.
1: Right. We're gonna start off with let's start off with um freedom of speech. That's a pretty good uh defense and of course we all know all second amendment guys know the second amendment is there to protect the first amendment and without it you wouldn't have the first amendment without
2: the second you don't have the first and right the only party right now roger that's trying to get rid of both the first and the second would be
1: the socialist democrats (laughs) oh the democrat socialists Uh, whatever they want to call themselves now they want to call themselves now well, let me tell you. Here's the war on speech in California continues. The latest casualty is a California college student, Jose Aguilar. His Nissan Versa, which now has the words "killer" and "bitch" keyed into the paint, happened because of his pro amendment, pro Second Amendment stickers on his car. You know, he wouldn't. Ex- he said he never would have expected to have any hostility towards someone just for expressing their opinion. He's a big supporter of the <laughs> Second Amendment and isn't afraid to show it. One of his bumper stickers says, control your kids, not our guns, (laughs) which if people did that more, they wouldn't need as much gun control because these kids wouldn't go out and commit crimes and become criminals and wouldn't uh, have to be uh, incarcerated or shot by police officers when they don't behave or don't listen or don't follow orders. (laughs) But anyway, he just he just he's surprised that people would think you're a killer just because you were for guns. That would be like saying you're for rape because you have sexual organs. Yeah, entirely untrue, unfounded, has nothing to do with the other. So now he he was he was noting he couldn't park on campus, so he ended up in a neighborhood not far away from his college, and it's it's possible that the vandalism was done by someone who was not a college student. But it's just, it's annoying to him that he had um, an NRA sticker on his car and he had another one that said, if you don't believe in the right to keep and bear arms, shut up and be a good victim, which we say all the time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can't dispute that kind of logic.
1: No, well, you can by keying somebody's car with bitch and killer on it because you can't agree with them, so you're just going to damage their property. Well, you're just having a, how,
2: how can I put it, a ridiculous, childish reaction to... Somebody's opinion.
1: Right. You're going to break the law in order to infringe on someone's First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's showing what a good person you are by doing that. But again,
2: that. that's coming from a leftist activist. Absolutely. A leftist activist who wants their freedom to break the law, but you can't have a freedom to They do
1: not them. have the freedom to break the well, law. No, no, they I'm just didn't they,
2: get caught. I said they want the freedom
1: oh, to yeah. break the law. Because they, they don't think they're, they're right. they don't have the freedom of opinion. They think they're right. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what the law says. If they think they're right, they can break the law.
2: Uh, yep. Well, they but, think they'll get away with it.
1: Yeah. Here's an, uh, he, had a, he apparently hit a lot of stickers on his car. If you don't support the right to keep and bear arms, good luck fighting back if you're ever attacked. Hmm. I will. I will victimize you for not supporting the Second Amendment. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's it's there. I mean, he's he was expressing his opinion and his rights to his second opinion act. You, you know,
2: I've got some stickers on my car, and uh, I really live for the day to come out and exercise my uh, right to defend myself and my property. Right, and catching, catching somebody these... in the
1: act. That's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we um, all dream about that day. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, I have, I have good dreams that one day oh, my. I will catch
1: some fool. I've woken up smiling because of that before. Yeah. Well, we got a big smile on our face just thinking about it. But unfortunately, he's getting the car repaired because, you know, he doesn't want to have these these words keyed into the side of his car. But for now, he's going to stand down. He's p- taking the rest of the stickers off his car because he doesn't want it to happen again. I mean, this was an out-of-pocket expense to have his car painted and fixed because somebody keyed words into it because they didn't like the stickers on his car.
2: You know what he should do? He should put the stickers back on the car, put cameras around the car... And let's catch these Yes,
1: videos. that would be great. But the thing is, you know, on a college student's salary, I'm sure he doesn't have a lot of money to buy cameras and set everything up and perform a whole sting operation. Yeah, yeah, I'm true. sure he would love to do that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a shame that they, they forced him into retreating. They terrorized him into pulling back on his opinion. And it's just, you know, and hopefully not everybody will do this. I mean... Everybody wants to keep their car in good shape, obviously. They don't want to have it damaged or have property damaged because of stickers or signs. Well. And I have to say, I had signs stolen out of my yard.
2: <laughs> you know, I was just talking the other day with my mom about Trump signs, and uh, and she's a little fearful to put them out in her yard next year.
1: Exactly, because th- there are terrorist organizations out there that will – attack They're you they will damage your property based yeah. on your political opinion man it sounds reminiscent of other political uh-huh. parties that did Boy. this in parts of europe and maybe parts of do, russia
2: we have something in history do we not roger that we should have learned from
1: yeah well you know those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it
2: over and over and over well i i'm i'm working on some good good uh, strategies for uh, my trump signs
1: yeah, so I I, I actually found something. It's um, It was like a silicone gel stuff that never dries, mm-hmm. so it stays sticky and gooey, and what it's meant for, you put it on parts of your house or building or car where you don't want birds to land because it doesn't dry. It sticks to their feet, right. and they don't like it, and they, and they, they fly lie. away, and it'll do the same thing to people. They touch it. It gets all over their hands. It sticks on everything, and, and they'll run away, <laughs> and it's not toxic, but it makes a mess. That's yeah. so why I had to throw my signs away after last year. But that's okay. Yeah, that's they lasted okay. the entire season.
2: That's okay. And you can buy more from uh, President Trump's website. And that's that goes right. goes to a good cost.
1: And, you know, I wasn't even going to buy any. Somebody gave me one. I said, oh, yeah, you know, between him and Hillary, I'll take him because he stands up for my gun rights, so I'll take Trump. And I had no intention of putting one out, but somebody handed me one, so I put it out. Three days later, it's gone. That got me yeah, I went on the website, ordered $100 worth of signs that day, and donated another $100 to the campaign. So they made a Trump supporter out of me exactly. by by yeah. restricting my freedoms.
2: Yep. Yep. I had the same experience. I had put my signs out, and not it took uh, a few weeks, and they, they were magically disappeared.
1: So I had mine and three um, days. Yeah. Three days and somebody stole it. Well, I just
2: put mine back. I just oh, did you? Buy, I just buy, well, <laughs> You're yeah. gearing up already. I would buy more and put them back yeah, whenever they take them. Well, I haven't put them out yet. Uh, I'm waiting for you know,
1: yeah, a little, a little further along, we'll get closer to the. Election, do we don't even know though? who the Democrat candidate okay. is yet. We
2: absolutely do not.
1: We have got Sleepy Joe. We got uh, Elizabeth Focahontas Warren.
2: We've got the fake Indian. We've we've got the, the fake the Hispanic Socialist Sanders. We've got the fake Hispanic. You know, none of them matter. The only person who's Warren's going to get this. You think that's so? That's my prediction. Now. Unless Hillary
1: jumps I, in. I, I don't
2: think Hillary. W- I do think
1: she's going to get in. I don't think she'll win. I think uh, I don't, Warren. You will, know what? Uh, slap her you know down. what I heard the other day? Warren and, and Hillary were talking. <laughs> and Warren was like, oh my God, that's so bad to hear about Sanders' heart attack. And Hillary said, just wait till you win, the, try and win the nomination. <laughs> 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 yeah. you, like, know, Ooh. you can't put anything by the Clintons. they have but. a higher body count than <laughs> than rifles did last year, <laughs> according to FBI stats well according we don't we can't confirm that.
2: I do believe you're statistically possibly statistically more likely to be harmed by a Clinton than you are an AR15
1: That's right,
2: but you know nah it's crazy. But Probably
1: more likely to be killed than Ted Kennedy's car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: right. You know, it's sad that we could joke about this because these things actually happened.
1: I know. It's funny because it it's true. Because it's true. It's it's amazing. But okay.
2: It's, I, you know, I, I do think Hillary's going to get in this race because I think Biden's going to be gone before long. And I think uh, I know they're trying to pressure Bloomberg into getting into Bloomberg.
1: He's a he's a billionaire, he's, isn't he?
2: Yes, he is, and he's also anti Second Amendment. He
1: oh me. no, no, he's not. He has armed guards twenty four seven.
2: Yeah, you, well, let me let me go back to my always my statement: socialism is never for the socialists, just for the peasants. He will always have firearms,
1: guns, firearms, armed guards, armed guard walls was, around his house. But you, not the peasant. That's right. It's you unfortunate that politics has come to that. Yep. But you know, we want our freedom. Years and years, hundreds, a couple hundred years ago, and it all started with one shot. The shot heard around the, around world. the world. April 19th, 1775 in Concord, Massachusetts, thousands of colonial militiamen descended upon Boston, and eventually bottled up the British within the city. On June 17th. 1775 the british crossed the boston harbor attacked the american position on breed's hill which historically has erroneously remembered as bunker hill bunker okay hill. well bunker hill right bunker that's hill, where it breed's was and they were waiting for the attack and that's where colonel colonel william prescott uttered his famous words don't fire till you see the whites, whites of their eyes, of their eyes. Well, you know, they didn't want to be wasting ammunition. We had a well, little supply. <laughs> one soldier, Private John Simpson, failed to heed Prescott's order and fired his Dutch Type 3 smoothbore musket, resulting in a volley of British fire that was thankfully too far away to have been truly effective. And this was the the shot heard around the world. Well, you
2: know, he kind of did him a favor. He made the
1: British expend some of their uh, Right, he had them and fire a shot. And back then, you couldn't just... It wasn't semi-automatic. <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't fully semi-automatic it wasn't any were, automatic. There were no high-capacity <laughs> bags back then. They had them, but they weren't used in standard <laughs> yeah. warfare. They weren't weapons of war yet. Right, right. They actually had pulled civilian weapons into weapons so. of war first so we just took them back. That's all we did. Yes. <laughs> but with that one shot, Simpson opened the Battle of Bunker Hill and cemented his place in history. When the battle ended, the British had taken the ground previously held by Americans In that sense, they were victorious despite suffering more than double the casualty of the Americans. Now, you may wonder, why do I bring this up? Well. Why, Roger? Why do you bring this up? Why do I bring this up? Because this gun that fired the shot heard around the world is now being offered for auction. You can buy the gun that founded the greatest country in the world. The actual The actual weapon. It has been in family hands for a long time. Well, we're going to come back in a few minutes and I'm going to go over some of the, uh, the specs of this weapon and what they expect from it and everything. You're listening to America's Web Radio. I am Roger B and this is Locked and Loaded.
0: Quick stakes, that's... Quick QUIK Stakes are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Was that it? The recording of the shot heard around the world? Very well could have been. Except I don't think they had recording devices back then, but you can imagine it in your mind's eye. That's where we were right before we left. The gun that fired the first shot at Bunker Hill is now going to be available for sale or auction or something like that. But it's amazing because the guy who fired it fired ahead of what he was supposed to. Well, you
0: always, you always lead the target.
1: That's right. When they say, was it Apocalypse Now or um, Full Metal Jacket? I think it was Full Metal Jacket. No, maybe it was Apocalypse Now. How do you shoot women and children? It's easy, you just don't lead them quite so much. <laughs> But anyway, so this rifle, apparently it is a John Simpson 79 caliber Dutch type three musket is probably the most important firearm in all of American history. And amazingly enough, the gun is now up for sale for the first time in more than two centuries. It will cross the auction block Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019 at Morphe Auctions in Denver, Pennsylvania. And I'm going to be I'm going to try and follow up on this, too, and see if we can find out what it goes for, because, I mean, truly, this is the gun that founded the greatest country in the world, in my humble opinion, at least in modern in modern times. You know, maybe the Roman Empire was bigger and better. I don't know. I wasn't there. But as far as I'm concerned, in modern times, this was the greatest country in the world. And this was the one gun that fired the first shot that started the battle that anchored the freedom of this country. Now, he's got the musket and the bayonet are going to be be for sale. Now, it's funny because the British had been purchasing guns from one form or another from the Netherlands, and they were inexpensive, often bought, used, and kept in storage at the Tower of London, which is where the London Armory is. <clears throat> And it's seen as unfit for use by a proper British soldier, so these Dutch Type Three muskets were often altered with barrel bands added by salvage contractors where the muskets were shipped. And Simpson's musket is probably an altered by salvage contractors. As the barrel retaining pins were removed, as well as the ramrod ferrules, And the four brass bands were added during the period to kind of modernize them a little bit, I guess. Now, this is a complete musket, completely assembled, complete intact with an original matching numbered bayonet. Now, to have a pre-revolution Dutch musket and bayonet in this condition is impressive enough. But to have it tied to such a historical event to me is absolutely astounding. But it means nothing without the proper proper provenance to back it up. And this musket has it all. It is ironclad. The gun has been in the Simpson family possession for over two centuries. So it has been passed down. And for some reason, I guess, now they decided they want to sell it. Yeah, maybe it's worth enough now. And now now John Simpson, his he was the grandfather of Ulysses S. Grant and the great grandfather of Meriwether Lewis. So his family history is very strong, very colorful, has a lot of historical significance, which is kind of interesting. So now they've got it. I think it was uh, here they're trying to track it. It said it went with the current owner's maternal great-grandfather, and then it was given to the grandmother, his mother, and finally to the current owner. And it is accompanied by 2nd Lieutenant John Simpson's original commission Dated March 13th, 1778 from the state of New Hampshire. So this is even after the shot was fired. He maintained that rifle and he served in the Revolutionary War. So apparently, uh, he was a, he was a fighter the whole time. So this is just amazing that this piece of history is now coming up for sale after over 240 years. I mean, I am so curious to see how much money this would bring and if a museum's gonna get it, if a private collector's gonna get it, cause this would be something I would, I would travel to go see this. This would be amazing. I mean, the gun that fired the one shot that started the entire Revolutionary War. I mean, the shot heard around the world is a saying that's known throughout the world. I mean, every, every, everybody who's ever studied any bit of American history knows that expression. And this is the gun that fired the shot heard around the world. Oh, I just can't say enough about that. But we're going to move on now because apparently there has been – this doesn't have to do with guns, but it does have to do with security and personal protection, which we're going to take that as a, a topic here. Apparently, there is a request to get volunteers – ...needed to protect Trump supporters at the Minneapolis Trump rally on October 10th. And it comes out, alert, security volunteers needed, oath keepers, veterans, bikers, three percenters, and other capable patriots. We need your help. And if you've been following the news, you know the violent communists of the, Ant- the Antifa, the anti-FA, which I call them because it's anti-First Amendment, because they want to shut down anybody who doesn't believe what they believe... The violent communists of the Antifa have issued a national call to action for Antifa and other radicals, American-hating leftists, to converge on this Trump rally in Minneapolis on, this, on October 10th to disrupt the Trump rally. They're going to have their black block, which means they're all going to dress the same, so they run out, do something illegal, and then run back into the, the safety of their, their anonymity, which is what bullies normally do. And they're having... Uh, their new expression now is America is canceled. They're protesting against capitalism, and they need people to help volunteer for security escorts for the rally, and attendees as they walk to and from the rally. Now, the the rally itself will probably be held. Uh, I think in uh, in a large in a auditorium or stadium, and it'll be it'll have law enforcement in individuals there, so they won't need help there. But where most of these attacks happen is outside the venue when people try and get back to their vehicles or when they try and leave in their vehicles. There's going to be these Antifa morons sitting there trying to block people. And I don't know if you have, any of you have seen this. There's a video out there of an elderly couple. I mean, these people have to be in their 80s, probably. And this man is hobbling across the street and his wife is in a walker in a crosswalk trying to cross the street to go to a, a an event. And these Antifa idiots are standing there blocking this woman from crossing the street. She's sitting there and trying to move her walker and they stuck their foot in front of the wheels in front of her walker to keep her from moving. They're trying to block her from going into this event she wanted to go to. That's just, I saw that video, I watched it a couple times. If you can find it, watch it. It will make your blood boil.
0: This is in Massachusetts, is it right? There's Which one?
1: The Rally? Yeah. This one is in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Minneapolis there's, Minnesota.
0: There's, uh, Minneapolis have a reciprocal agreement with uh, Georgia?
1: That I don't know. But that is one thing they're asking is I don't know if you're going to be allowed to be armed if you volunteer to be one of these security guys because the president is going to be there so they're not going to allow guns anywhere too close to the event. But then again, the Antifa will not have weapons either hopefully or if they do, they're going to be very limited as to what they have. But you're going to have to be able to protect people hopefully they'll have enough numbers there to where the bullies will back down and go away but I don't know but they have a you know here they got a posted on the Antifa website it's going down call for an anti-capitalist block at the upcoming anti-Trump protests in Minneapolis Minnesota on Thursday October 10th Trump is having a campaign rally in downtown Minneapolis he wants to keep America great but America is cancelled yeah I don't know about that America is not canceled. But they're asking for, you know, they're telling people, bring your friends, bring your crew, come prepared to disrupt the nightmare that is Trump. October 10th at the Target Center. That's where it's going to be. So if you're in Minneapolis and you want to see a good rally, go to the Target Center on October 10th. When is that? That's coming up pretty shortly here. That's Thursday, I believe. And they're saying meet at the America is canceled banner. So they're having a meeting point. They're going to put all these people together, and they're going to try and disrupt this rally. They're going to antagonize these patriots, and they're going to try and antagonize people who want to go to the rally and see and hear Trump. Now, even if you don't support him or you're not sure and you just want to go hear him speak, these people are going to stop you from hearing whatever he has to say. They want to stop your ability to hear free speech. And the biggest problem is going to be as people walk from their vehicles to the venue and back to the vehicles. Now, walking back to the vehicles will probably be in the dark. And we all know bullies don't like to be seen. They only congregate in large groups because as individuals, they're complete cowards. But we're going to need help. So and they did a great job. Apparently, they had security volunteers at a rally in uh Rio Rancho, New Mexico, and it worked great because they had enough people there to where the Antifa morons, Antifa cowards, Antifa bullies were not able to disrupt as much as they probably wanted to. But here they're going to try again because why not? That's what they do. Now, they have a right to protest. I won't deny that. They have a right to protest, but they don't have a right to shut down the free speech and assembly of people. That violates First Amendment rights all over the place. And I would just love it to introduce them to Second Amendment rights in a firsthand experience. But they want people to be level-headed, calm, and be able to defend themselves on their own or with the help of several people. So hopefully the numbers will be enough to chase these people away because these people do not have the right to assault people because they don't like their politics. That is illegal. It's illegal to assault people for any reason unless they're assaulting you or someone else. But the fact that these people are such terrorists and they will terrorize you to keep you from coming to rallies, to keep you from putting stickers on your car that defend your Second Amendment or First Amendment rights, they want to shut you down by destroying your property, by terrorizing your your person. I mean, this is just, it's terrible. It's awful. And this is what's happening in America. Unfortunately, the same thing that happened in World War II Europe is happening here. They're shutting down free speech. Hopefully, they will get an onslaught of volunteers and they'll have enough people who have a sense of duty to protect fellow Americans against terrorism that no American whatever political party should ever have to worry about being violently assaulted when they attend a political rally of any side, you know. So if they're asking, if you're within driving range of Minneapolis and you are capable of assisting with security, they need your help in keeping the rally attendees safe. Now, the group that's doing this is called Oath Keepers. But you do not have to be a member of the Oath Keepers in order to volunteer, if you're interested in doing this, if you're in the Minneapolis area or are going to be driving by or have friends nearby who you think could be capable, you can volunteer by emailing them at oathkeeper.sok at gmail.com. And that's what we're going to do for oathkeeper.sok at gmail.com. And they're going to use it for now unless the IT system crashes with too many volunteers, they may change it later. But the Oath Keepers do have their own website as well, which we'll get to in a minute. And if you do send in an email, send it to the attention Minneapolis Trump Rally Security Volunteers in the subject line. That will make sure they know what you're doing, they know what you want, and they're going to direct you to the right people. And you're going to have to provide your full name, phone number, and a zip code Tell and tell them about any prior service training. All right, we're going to be right back. I want to finish up on this story. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is Locked and Loaded, and I am Roger B., and we'll be right back.
4: Do you want to ace your upcoming survey exam? The NLC Prep Combo has everything you need to help you crush your upcoming FS, PS, Florida PSM, California PLS, or Texas RPLS exam. Combos include a full-length practice exam book with the same number of questions and category types as the actual exam. A pre-programmed HP 35 with 17 programs to solve those time-consuming equations such as Kogo, triangles, traverses, and more in seconds. A complete online course is included that covers every topic of the exam with videos, workbooks, quizzes, and a full-length practice exam that simulates the computer-based format of the FS and PS exam. That gives you not just one, but two full-length practice exams to help fully prepare you for test day. Visit us at nlcprep.com for more information and let us help you
3: crush your exams.
1: I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, the show that brings you everything about guns, security, weapons, firearms, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. So keep listening. We're going to go over this, uh, this call to arms, basically. However, there will be no guns as far as I, I can see. They're not looking for – they're just looking for, you know, your shoulder-to-elbow-to-wrist guns. Those are the guns they're looking for. Someone who's strong enough to help push your way through a crowd of uh, communist bullies, a bunch of fascist cowards. But here's the thing. Okay, and anybody who does want to volunteer for this will be heavily vetted because they want to have a calm. They want to have uh, people who know what they're doing and don't have a criminal record. They will not accept anyone who advocates or belongs to any group that advocates the overthrow of the U.S. government or that discriminates along racial lines, and they cannot use anybody who is a convicted felon. So be aware of that if you're going to apply. Make sure that they are going to vet you. They're not going to let just anybody come in off the street and decide they want to be a security guard. You
0: know, I was just thinking that uh, this is not new, uh, really. Um, This has been used at concerts
1: for years. Oh, yeah, they have security guards, but most of the time they don't have to worry about people walking to and from their cars by being attacked by protesters at a concert. Yeah, but still, it's it's an interesting thing that the government... Where's the uh, Secret Service and all this? Well, they'll probably be at the venue itself. They'll be protecting the president there, and they will have a perimeter, I'm sure, around there where you will not be able to get in unless you've been vetted and you have a ticket. You have to have a ticket to get into a lot of the parking areas to even go to the rally. And what they're looking for is they want calm, physically capable men who can effectively protect others while keeping their cool under pressure. That's the thing. It's it's all about keeping good optics as well. You don't want to have a bunch of people who are going to get violent the minute somebody you know pokes them in the arm or something like that, or you know yells in their face. It's going to have some have somebody who's control who has immense self control. You know, there are
0: some well well as you
1: know trained women that could do. I know. As I read that, I saw "Mm, that's the way it was written. Now, I'm sure if women were to volunteer, there would be no issue with that if they can effectively help protect others, and I'm sure there are lots of them that can. I know many of them myself who are capable, you know, study Krav Maga, study Kung Fu, study karate, you know, or just have an ability to to defend themselves, are in good shape, and are willing to do this. And I believe women would probably be even more level-headed than a lot of men would be. (laughs) The lack of testosterone tends to make people think a little more clearly sometimes. But what they usually work with is they usually work closely with patriot groups, biker groups, They're asking, if you're the leader of a motorcycle or riding club association or group that is interested in helping with security or the leader of a 3% group, firearms association or other patriot group, email them at OathKeeper, S-O-K, at gmail.com. But please add security leader in the subject line to let them know who they are, explain who you are, and they're going to trust you to vet these people to let them know. Now, if you want to attend the rally, you can get a ticket. And they give you the website you can probably find that online the Trump rally what is this 1010 uh, so yeah it's this year it's a, the, coming up this week so and there is a possibility that only people who are rally ticket holders will be allowed into the parking areas so that would make security much easier so if you're planning on doing the security get a ticket cuz there are going to be radical leftist coward bullies who are going from the antifa who are going to try and get a ticket as well two days. two days from now so if you're in the area and you want to volunteer or you want to go to the rally that would be great too i would love to see so many people at this rally they can't fit everybody into it that would be just spectacular hopefully the weather in minneapolis is nice because they normally will put big screens outside so people who don't make it in can still see what's going on and be involved you know in the rally which would be great Now, if you can't make it in person, consider making a donation to support the work. We plan on reimbursing gas, money, hotel, and food for some of the volunteers. And that you go to Oath Keepers. You can look them up and see, contact them, see about making a donation. And as always, when they do this, now this this group has been doing this for a while, they will have police officers and military veterans that we'll be communicating and coordinating closely with local law enforcement and federal law enforcement officers so they don't get in their way while, while they're doing their work and we're allowed to do ours of protecting the attendees. And this is an independent volunteer security operation not formally associated with either the Trump campaign or any law enforcement agency. But Oath Keepers police officers will closely liaison with all relevant LEO so they know who they are, what they're doing, and what their role is supposed to be. They want to make sure that they don't confuse them with any of these cowardly, antifa, protester, bully, terrorist I just can't think of enough adjectives to describe them. But we want to protect them and and this hopefully this movement will grow and not only rallies, but any time there's any kind of event where they can't provide Protection for people to go to and from their cars. It's like on Inauguration Day. Hopefully, there'll be another one coming up next January. Well, not next January, the January after this next one. January 2021 will be an inauguration of hopefully President Trump again, unless the Democrats come up with somebody who believes in the right to keep and bear arms, believes in protecting the right to free speech, and will support the Constitution. But so far we haven't seen that yet from the candidates that have been uh, vetted so far or have been involved in the debates. Let's see. One of the candidates is all for bows and arrows, right? Oh, yeah, Focahontas. Oh, Elizabeth Focahontas Warren, yes. I heard she lost the last remaining bits of her... uh, her indian blood when she was bitten by a mosquito last week so <laughs> she she may be she may not be able to claim that status anymore but you know now let's go let's look at this the antifa's normal mo is to harass assault and distract police officers with their black block formations sometimes they throw rocks bottles at police setting fires they seek out vulnerable individuals for gang beatings of 3 or 4 on 1 and they have masks on because they don't want to be identified because nobody would want to be identified as, as a terrorist bully coward. They'll hit the victim in the head with a bike lock, and then they disappear back into their their safety of their little little group of terrorists there. So it's going to be hard. And they'll try and attack people as they get into their cars, as they're trying to get in. They'll try and stop the cars from going. And they often target elderly people and infirm people who cannot move as well and can't defend themselves. They go after the weak and the easy to get to because they're cowards. They're not going to go after somebody who's capable of defending themselves because they know if they go face-to-face with someone who's of the same caliber as they are or stronger, they're going to get their butts handed to them, which (laughs) there are several videos of that out there, and I can't stop watching those. Those are the ones I watch over and over again whenever I want to get a little inspiration. But I'm telling you, if you go watch, there's a video of an old lady trying to cross the street with a walker, and these idiots are there trying to block her from crossing the street. It was just, it was, it was heartbreaking and and irritating all at the same time. And it's crazy because now they're coming out trying to call supporters of the of the right or conservative movement all kinds of names. They're calling us racist. They're calling us fascist just for wanting. The law to be enforced on border security and immigration laws enforced. You know, if they want to change it, change the laws. Trump's even said if the Democrats would bring him a bill to change the immigration laws, he would more than likely sign it. He says the immigration system is, is difficult. It's complicated. It takes too long. They need to fix it. But instead of fixing something, politicians would rather just complain and blame the other side for everything. So, you know, there it's it's just much better to be a fascist and complain and and decide to block people's free speech. Cuz you know, the Marxist ideology who the who the leftists are obviously trying to mimic is something that, you know, they're try they say they're fighting against it but they're using every play in the Nazi and fascist playbook to do the exact same thing they're supposedly fighting against. But the Oath Keepers are going to go to all their rallies. They're going to try and recruit people at most of these events. So this is going to get ramped up. So if you get a chance and you want to be a part of this, go to Oath www.oathkeepers.org. That's with an S, OathKeepers.org and sign up. You can become a member. It's a nonpartisan association, and they're currently... They're current and former serving military reserves, National Guards, veterans, peace officers, and firefighters. But you don't have to be one of these. You can be a like-minded citizen if you want to take an oath to stand with them and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and, it th- and in this case, especially domestic. Their oath is to the Constitution. Which is kind of funny because here they are trying to fight for a document that was done over 200 years ago, and we just talked about the rifle that started this country is now going to be for sale finally after 200 years. Because you've got to remember, there's, it's been said before, now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their country. Help defend your country in a way that's possible. You know, you may not be able to be in the military, you may not be able to take that much time out of your life, or you may have already served. But if you want to continue to serve or continue to help people in some way, you can sign up and be a volunteer, become an Oath Keeper. You can give money to help them pay for these Oath Keepers to help take care of these these volunteers, which would be great. And also remember, last thing on this, the only thing necessary for the triumph is evil is for good men to do nothing. That's right. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. So if you say you want to do something, you think a revolution is coming, that may be fine, but let's prevent it. Let's get to the voting boxes. Let's vote for the people who will support the Constitution, whoever they may be. I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. When it comes to the Constitution, you either believe in it or you don't. I don't think there's a lot of leeway there. And it has a lot of flexibility. It can be changed. But right now we want to defend our Second Amendment rights, and this is going to be the way to do it. Because so far, none of the Democrats are standing up and saying they want to defend our Second Amendment rights. In fact, Elizabeth Warren wants to tax guns and ammo into oblivion to make them ridiculously hard to afford for anybody except the ultra-rich. Beto wants to take all your AR-15s and AK-47s away. Well, he says, yes, we're going to take them. And then he says something about a voluntary buyback. I'm going, how can it be voluntary if it's mandatory? That doesn't sound right because he's used both those words interchangeably there. It's not a voluntary buyback. They want them and they're going to pay you money, whatever they determine they want for them. And that's going to be it. So that's basically a confiscation. That's exactly what he's pushing for. I'm trying to think. And now Joe Biden hasn't really said too much, but he believed in the assault rifle ban. He helped pass the first one. He was in Congress or Senate when that happened. He helped pass the first assault rifle ban in 1994. That's how long he's been around. Well, we'll see if Sleepy Joe doesn't get uh, busted up in this Ukrainian mess. We'll see what happens there. It's funny. They tried to get Trump involved and get him implicated in something. And it turns out their number one forerunner is more, more involved than Trump ever was. So, But I don't think Biden is any friend of the gun owner either. He, is, uh, he would push for an assault rifle ban. Well, I keep saying assault rifle ban for a military-styled rifle ban. Even though last week the FBI stats were out and showed there is no increase in rifles being used in crimes. In fact, they've gone down. The the murder rate has gone down by over 1,000 last year from the year before. And here's another thing. Concealed carry permits have gone up. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a few minutes, too. Those numbers are really are really astounding well we're going to be right back we're going to take a quick break this is america's web radio i am roger b and you're listening to the locked and loaded show get your pen and
0: paper ready if there's a move in your near future i'm here to tell you that the folks i used and now recommend is around town movers timothy and the guys column. Hi, this is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour on America's Web Radio. If you'd like to hear an eclectic mix of great programs from relationships with Dr. Ann Schiebert to homegrown veggies and from classic cars to the Constitution, we've got programs for discerning listeners at www.americaswebradio.com.
4: The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Maybe that was the shot heard around the world. Okay, we're back. I'm Roger B. This is the Locked and Loaded Show, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Now, I have to tell you something here. The FBI stats were out last week, and it showed crime was down. Down, again, over a 1,000 less murders by gun than there was the year before. However, the popularity of assault rifles, or... Uh, assault rifles, military-styled semi-automatic rifles has gone way up. Sales of those have skyrocketed, if you've been following this. Now, the statistics are hard to get. The manufacturers have given some numbers, and they have increased. But it's definitely more than it has been in previous years, and yet murder rates have gone down. I know the anti-gunners are just sitting there. They're just, you know, wringing their hands going, how can this have happened? How can gun rates... Gun murder rates go down when so many more people have guns. Well, let me tell you, people defend themselves with guns more often than people commit crimes with them. Because, again, most criminals are cowards. They're bullies. They don't want any confrontation. They don't want to have any danger put into their life. They want easy money. They want easy acquisition of whatever goods they can get with the least amount of time and effort. And if someone's willing to fight back or point a gun directly back at them, most of the time they're going to run. Now, I'm not saying don't keep your gun loaded because just the sight of it will scare somebody away. But keep in mind, a gun is the only defense. A good guy with a gun is the only good defense against a bad guy with a gun. And if your gun is locked up in a police officer's car somewhere across town when you need it, it's not going to do you a whole lot of good. If you're capable, if you have the correct mindset, be your own first responder be the person that your family looks to to defend you, your family, your friends, your neighbors. So I know that the anti-gunners are just going crazy because the crime rate fell over... not Violent crime was down over 9% between 2009 and 2018. Now, how can that be when gun sales are at all-time record highs during that time? There were more guns sold on one Black Friday than there are number of active Marine Corps individuals. In one Black Friday, they sold enough guns to give everybody in the active Marine Corps a weapon, and more than that. They sold more than that in one day. So the weapons are out there. People are realizing that police are great when they're there, but if they're not there, you have to be your own first response. And it's odd how violent crime is going down, even though gun sales are going up. I don't know how the anti-gunners can be claiming all these these terrible things. Oh, guns are terrible. They're awful. It seems like the more guns we have, the less crime we have. That's a correlation that they didn't expect to have made. Now, granted, it's hard to determine what kind of guns there are because those kinds of records are usually just kept by gun manufacturers. And there are so many manufacturers, it would be hard to collect all that data. And some of them don't want to give it up. They don't want to say how many weapons they've sold. If they're private companies, then they don't have to say. They can just say their gun sales were this many. They don't have to break them down by by groups. And the FBI doesn't always keep track. Well, they're not supposed to keep track of who has guns and who doesn't. It's not supposed to be any type of um, list in this country. Although, if a Democrat got in charge, I'm sure they would start pushing for some sort of registration to where they know what kind of guns every person has. But I think that would really infringe on the rights of law-abiding citizens. Why don't they go after the people who are breaking the laws, like the people who try and buy weapons, even though they're not supposed to? We talked about that, I think, last week. They're not prosecuting 90% of these cases. They're not being prosecuted. Why? Because they don't care if criminals have guns? The Democrats voted against alerting immigration officials if an illegal alien tries to buy a gun in this country. Now, why on earth would you not want to have someone like that picked up, vetted, checked on? Did he make a mistake? Did he not know he couldn't have it? Is he a criminal? Is he an upstanding illegal alien? I mean, you know, there are some that come here and want to work and want to make a better life for themselves. And I understand that. But unfortunately, there are too many of them who come here to just mooch off benefits, get money, send whatever money they do make home and let the government pay for everything they do. Or they come here because they have criminal connections, they want to import drugs, they want to run guns, they want to, you know, rob, they want to steal, they want to rape, they want to do bad things. The ones that are here who want to work, you know, we're going to have to vet them out. We've got to see the good ones we have to let in. We have to streamline our immigration process. But that's a whole other story. But remember, guns sales are up and crime is down. So despite what the anti-gunners may tell you, despite what these news agencies may try and twist into a story to tell you how violent crime is is skyrocketing, it has gone down 9% in the past nine years. Last year alone, there were 1,000 less murders than there were the year before by gun. Now, I'm not saying violent crime always goes down, but as a trend, it has been trending downward, and gun sales have been trending upward. Now, I can't say that that's something that uh, has anything to do with one has anything to do with the other, but I'm willing to say there's probably a correlation there. Of course, I'm not an expert, so you don't have to listen to me. But do your own research. If you have any opinions, if you have any ideas, if you have some statistics you can throw at me, roger at americaswebradio.com, I'll be sure to look at them. And if they're worthy, I'll bring them up, we'll put them on the air, and away we go. Even if you find stuff that goes against What I'm saying, although the FBI stats would be hard to go against because they pretty much gain statistics from all over the country. So your one little story of your one little town may not be enough to sway me. But if you have this information, I'd love to see it. Now, here's an interesting story. A pregnant mother kills a home invader in a justified shooting. Okay, you think, okay, no big deal. She she killed somebody. They broke into her house. She was a pregnant mother. She was cleared of all wrongdoing because someone attacked her in her own home, and she was pregnant at the time. Now, I know a lot of people say until the baby's born, it doesn't mean anything, but this lady was defending herself and her unborn child. But now here was the issue. Okay, let's see if we can figure this out. She was in a house, and there was a 40 caliber handgun she fired three shots into and killed her attacker. However, this gun that she used belonged to her husband at the time. She was pled guilty to a drug possession and knew she was prevented by law from owning a weapon. And this is a crime which the the state here takes very seriously. What state was this in? I'm trying to find it. I can't see it. But anyway, so she, she used a gun that she was not supposed to have possession of. Her husband had the gun. She was in the house. Somebody broke into the house. She shot and killed them and defended herself and her unborn child. But now she is facing felony charges for having the gun that killed the man that was threatening her life. And this is, you know, it's kind of crazy because, you know, in some states, I'm sure whatever drugs she may have had were not even illegal to start with. In some states, they are. So it really depends where you are as to whether this is going to be an issue. However, the federal law still says that even marijuana is a controlled substance. But the fact is, this lady defended her life against a known attacker and killed him as he broke into her house. And also, OK, OK, we're in Arkansas. That tells me a lot because marijuana is still illegal in the state of Arkansas. So because it was and this is what she was she was uh, convicted of marijuana possession. She was not legal to have that gun in that state Now there's a chance that she could go to prison for years, never see her child once it's born because she defended herself and her unborn child life using a gun that she was not supposed to have, but her husband legally had in the house because of a marijuana possession charge now it's I don't know how you would uh go about debating this. I don't know how a jury would find for this, but I'd be really interested to know how they would take this. I would like to know the the distance of time between she had the marijuana possession and the time she actually committed the shooting. Just to see if there was really, you know, was it 10 years ago? Was it 3 months ago? Was she a current user of marijuana? Not that it made a difference because someone was going to kill her anyway or at least get in and harm her and her unborn child. So she would rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6, as most of us would. That's always the number one thing to do. Consider yourself lucky if you survive an attack like that and worry about the legal consequences later. I'm sure her child will appreciate that if there was any, you know, if she was attacked like that and her unborn child was killed in the process, she would never forgive herself for that. Now here's one from AmmoLand.com, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, a guy named Mark had some friends visiting, and he heard people knocking at his door. And they kept knocking and knocking. And he looked outside, and he saw an unknown person at the door, and another man behind him who had a mask on. So he's this is through he looked through his people when he saw this, and he's going, "This doesn't look right." <laughs> so what he did. He ran. It took him 22 seconds. He ran to wherever he was keeping his weapon. He grabbed it, loaded it, had it ready in his arms. It was an AR-15 rifle. So the, he locked the door, went to get his gun, came back, and just as he returns, somebody kicks the guys outside, kick in the door. As the home invader turns around, he sees the rifle pointed at him, and he turns around and runs out of the house in less than two seconds, according to the camera clock. There's a video of this. If you go to AmmoLand.com, you can watch the video. And this guy stands behind a door, and he waits. The guy kicks in the door. He steps in front of him with the rifle, and the guy turns and runs. No shots were fired. Now, he could have at this, case, in this point. If someone kicks the door into your house, you are legally allowed to fire. But I guess maybe he thought about his carpet-cleaning bill and decided he'd give him a chance to get out. You know, he'd rather see a few skid marks from sneakers than blood all over his en- entry foyer. So in this case, the rifle worked just as it should. And I imagine, even if these guys were armed, he didn't he didn't wait to see, and you can't tell from the video. They may have had a handgun, but you walk into a room and a guy's got a rifle pointed right at you, yeah, you're pretty much under the gun at that point, And he turned and fled, and... Mark decided that, you know what, I'm going to give them a chance. They're going to get away. Maybe they will never come back again. That's probably the best thing that could have happened in this scenario. Now, it took him 22 seconds to, to retrieve his rifle and return, which is not bad. I mean, uh, and if you watch the video, you can see him leave the, the screenshot for a while and he comes back. But anyway, go look this video up. It'll make you smile. And nobody got hurt except for the door. This is America's Web Radio, and I am Roger B., and you are listening to Locked and Loaded. We'll be back soon with more next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.